What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. Glad to have you guys with us today. Today, we're going to be talking about the NBA. We had big news in the NBA the other day. As we all know, Kyrie Irving was traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Now, I don't really know how I feel about that trade yet. We got to wait and we got to see how it works out. Not just this season, but in the offseason. So, Kyrie Irving has been traded to the Nets. And the actual winner of the trade, believe it or not, was actually the Houston Rockets. Now, let me explain this a little bit. The Rockets currently have control of every single Nets first-round pick between now and 2027, thanks to the James Harden trade. The Nets just traded Kyrie Irving, their second-best player, who happens to be best friends with Kevin Durant, in a package that is two assets that are question mark win now and two picks that really aren't really anything. Now, the, the crazy part about this story is that the Rockets share a division with the Mavericks. So winning in that division with the 23-year-old Luka Doncic hanging around, it's always been difficult. Well, now that the, the Mavericks have used a large chunk of their team to get a guy who's most likely going to be a rental to give up picks makes it a little bit more easier for the Houston Rockets. So let's break down this trade. So we got Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris going to Dallas. Dallas has given up Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, unprotected 2029 first. And a second round pick in 27 and 29. Now, the Brooklyn Nets are trading back for a guy they already had. Now they're paying more money for him when they didn't want him in in Dinwiddie. And they're getting not really good picks. Now, the report came out earlier that Cy, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, his main mission was to Send Kyrie Irving not to the Lakers. Now, the Lakers were apparently offering them two first-round picks, maybe a couple players, maybe a second, and they decided to go this out of greed, out of pettiness. <clears throat> In my opinion, that's stupid. It's about business. Kyrie Irving is, is a cancer. I get it, in a way. But they trade him for nothing, really. So, the real question mark here for Dallas, does Kyrie Irving sign back? The goal of Dallas was to get an all-star scorer next to Luka because when Luka's not out, not out there, they can't score. They're 0-9 without Luka playing. So now they got a guy like Kyrie Irving who can get fucking buckets. But how is he going to drain onto, onto Luka? That's, that's my question mark. So we got a little over half of the season left. Dallas currently sits in fifth, 28 and 26. They're sitting right right in front of Golden State, Minnesota, and Utah. They're all a game behind them, maybe a game and a half, give or take. And they're right behind Phoenix, who's a game above them. Sacramento's a game above them. Clippers are two games above them. Memphis is four, and Denver is nine. Now, Dallas is doing this trade thing in the fact that they can move up higher. They think the West is wide open. 
They got two guys that can score in a playoff team. They think they can beat these guys. My question is, who's playing defense for them? Who's playing defense? The crazy thing is, like, they average 112 points per game on offense and on defense. They're both going to go up. So now you're going to score more and you're going to give up more. What's the difference? Now you got you got no power forward or center. Your team is small. Your team can't play defense, but you can get buckets. All right. I, I guess in this league, the more you score, the more you can win. So we'll see. But for Dallas, is Kyrie ever going to sign back? In the offseason, he's expected to be able to get a four-year, $198 million max contract. Will he sign it, though? Will he sign it? Everybody already knows he most likely wants to go to Dallas. I mean, the Lakers. But there is a possibility that he will sign back there. I give I give Dallas a B-plus for this trade. Simply because you're giving up two guys that really aren't really great. They're kind of role players who weren't really getting you where you needed to go anyway. And the draft picks you're giving up are nothing. You're not really giving up any good draft picks. You know, um, all the misgivings they're they're given for Irving, they're warranted. I get Kyrie Irving is controversial. He's injury prone. He's expensive, and that long term contract is imminent. But they lost Jalen Brunson in free agency, and Luka Doncic has asked for somebody to come without saying it. He's been asked to. Hold this offense down by himself, literally. 38.52% usage rate is the fifth single highest mark in NBA history. That's Luke, and Luke is young. The picks that they gave up shouldn't have been enough for a deal. So it's a win for them. I get Irving is flawed. But if he's in a better situation, maybe he plays better. We've seen him how he started off in Brooklyn. We've seen him how he started off in, in, in Boston. God, remember, he's playing for a contract here, too. If he plays and he sucks and he, he gives all his bullshit, he might not get a deal. All this Malcolm X stuff that, that Kyrie wants to do, I get it. He got to do what he got to do. But he ain't going to skip out on his money. So he's going to show up. I think it's a good deal for Dallas. The question mark now becomes, what do the Mavericks prioritize with those two future first-round picks that they have right now? Do they want to stop or to replace Finney Smith? Do they want to trade it to get somebody else? Maybe they get Kyle Kuzma. Maybe they get Jacob Podol. I don't know if Dallas is done right now. I think Dallas might try and get a big man now. I think Dallas might try and get a big wing performer with the picks that they have left. So we'll see. We'll see what Dallas does further. Because right now they're right in the window. They're right in the window. And as for Brooklyn, I give Brooklyn a C- minus for this trade. I I just don't like the trade. I I get the fact that you had to get rid of Kyrie Irving. Time was time. You had to get over it. But let's be honest. Like they could have traded him last year. They could have traded him in the offseason. They could have traded him before. What did they expect to really happen? You know, what, what What did they really expect? At this point, 
Kyrie Irving is probably the most single toxic player in basketball history. You know, some even wonder, is the Kyrie Irving going to play another year? Is he going to retire? What's he going to do? The Nets never got out what they want of Kyrie with KD. But now the question is this. Brooklyn's sitting in fourth place in the East at 32-20. and 20. They're tied with Cleveland, two games above Miami, two games above New York and Atlanta. What do they do? Do they, do they think what they got in return is enough for them to compete when KD comes back? Or do they trade KD? We all know KD asked for a trade request in the offseason, so what happens with KD? Was KD's trade request pending upon Kyrie actually coming back? Or was it that he might not come back? We don't know. So what do they do with KD? Does KD get traded to Miami? What about Golden State? What about Philly? What about the Knicks? Or Denver? And we already know Phoenix is in. I think they'll get a lot back for KD. Whichever team they go to, they'll get a player and picks. I'm not going to speculate much on what we think is going to happen with Kevin Durant because he's not healthy right now. But what about a reunion with Golden State? They got a lot of young assets and Steph Curry's out. What about Miami? Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry, some picks. I get it's the East, but hey, why not? What about Denver? Michael, Michael, uh, well, I can't think of his name right now. Michael Carter. Uh, Michael Porter, sorry. Michael Porter. Some picks. Imagine him with, with Luka. Whoo, I mean with Joker. KD, Joker. Man, that'd be, that'd be something else. Phoenix, get a big man. Aiden, some picks. Possibility. Philly, I'm a Philly guy. I don't want, Philly. I don't want him to come to Philly. I don't want to give up Maxie, but Maxie, Tobias Harris, Thibel, picks. Not a bad move for Brooklyn. We'll see. But then you got, got question marks about like Ben Simmons. What about him? We already know he's a question mark as it is. Do you trade him? Does he go to the Lakers? Does he go to the Clippers? What do you do with him? Then you got all these other pieces like Claxton, Harris, Curry. They're all probably on the trade block right now. Are you going to upgrade, keep the roster? Go upgrade, get a big guy like Podal? What about a guy like Bogdan? Bogdanovich. There's a lot of options out there for Brooklyn. I don't know what Brooklyn's going to do. I have a feeling that they're going to trade everybody. I think everybody's going to get traded, and then eventually KD will get traded in the offseason. They're going to load up on draft picks and rebuild and say, screw the superstar system, we're going to come from the draft. Because obviously, calling from the superstar system in Brooklyn, it ain't work. But overall, we're going to have to wait and see. See how this trade works out. See how it works out for Dallas. See how it works out for Brooklyn. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see it, to see it pan out because we never had an elite scorer like this playing with Luka. Only an all-star game. Not even in, in the Olympics. So I, I think it's a good trade for Dallas right now. Not really giving up much. I think it's a terrible trade for Brooklyn. But we'll see who benefits from it. We'll be back later this week to talk about LeBron, about to break scoring record. We're going to talk about that. So tune in next episode. Talk to y'all later.